welcome back to the Wives Club podcast. We are super excited for today's episode because we're doing spooky stories. Dun, Just dun, in dun. time for Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. I know. When is it? It's in a few days, right? Saturday? Yep. yep. Wow. Is it this Saturday? No, no, it's Saturday when this goes up. Oh my gosh. That was She's like, <laughs> Sadie freaks out. <laughs> So yeah, we're excited. We had some people write in some stories, which I don't know if any of us have even read them fully through. So we want to be surprised. Just as surprised as everyone else. And then we'll share maybe a few of our own spooky experiences. I was going to say to like start it. I don't know. Like, like I said, we haven't read them. So I don't know if most of them are like ghost stories or just like like real life creepy stuff but Mm -hmm. like when I was thinking about it I mean okay I believe in like bad spirits or whatever but I am way more scared of someone like breaking into my house than like a ghost like doing something weird you know what I mean 100% like like real life like true crime stuff is so like scary to me than like a ghost story even though I really don't like anything scary I'm kind of a baby (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like scary stuff really at all. But I was thinking about it when I was thinking something about bad happening to me, like that someone else would do than like a ghost. But yeah, we were, I had my yeah. friends over last night, my guy friends over to watch The Bachelorette. I am exposing them. They come over to watch The Bachelorette. <laughs> and I told them I was recording this or they saw that I was recording this tomorrow and they were starting to like tell scary stories that they've had happen to them. And it was all like potential break-in stories and that's what gets me I literally was like afraid to go to bed because I know it's like super possible like right more possible for that to happen than like an evil spirit haunt you you know like yeah no for sure especially you guys like like true crime stuff I feel like true crime is so big right now you do Sadie I feel like you do say I was into it for a minute I listened to like all the podcasts like cult did you what once have you listened to any of them sadie uh like dateline there is a dateline one so yeah my mom I think that's dateline. like the only one i listen to is dateline yeah, we listen I, to the the podcast whenever we go on like long road trips yeah i listened to one on a road trip that was like when i was super into it i listened to there's a podcast called i guess if you do like true crime here's some recommendations that I've listened to. There's one called cold, cold cases that they like go over. And then there's Mm-mm. the one I was listening to was up and vanished. And we were, oh, yes. on a, that was so freaky. And we were listening to it on a road trip and we were driving, me and Chris were driving to Vegas and it was super late at night and I was driving and he was asleep and I was listening to it the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally like 2 AM and I, was not paying attention and when you're driving into Vegas to go to our house you like get on the freeway and there's one exit before the exit you would take to like go to Summerlin and it's D Street (laughs) is the exit like right before and I got off on D Street I literally start immediately I started bawling and Chris like wakes up and he's like what and I'm like I don't want to be here I don't want to be here and I was like I was freaking out it was so anyway that's like right downtown Las Vegas yeah like hobo city yeah it was so freaky but anyways I used to love those podcasts but I cannot I like got so freaked out I couldn't listen to them the up and vanish podcast Mm -mm. I know and those are freaky serial too so freaky I can't stuff like that is like it's so scary 
like so much more scary than like a ghost story see part of me is like i need to listen to those like i watched like the ted bundy tapes and stuff like that like part of me i feel like i need to watch those like as a woman to educate myself on like so true what predators you know like areas they get you and like tactics to maybe get out but then i'm like no 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 like that's just so so, scared i'm too scared like i just need to live ignorantly and hopefully when the time comes i have (laughs) self-defense i don't mess around with satanic stuff either no like movies mm -mm. yeah i will watch a thriller movie but i will not watch yeah i i i do enjoy a thriller but yeah any like demon stuff no 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 Uh -uh. i feel like we've talked about that before this is my one true ghost story me and Chris were driving home. Last summer, we lived in D.C. for the summer. We were driving home from D.C. We are driving across the country from D.C. to back to Utah. And so we stopped, like, in just really random towns every night and would just stay in a hotel. And one night, we were staying in Iowa. And we drove into Iowa, and I just got the creepiest vibes from Iowa. It was, like, late at night, and it was dark outside, and there's literally nothing but corn like everywhere just corn Mm -hmm. mazes everywhere and we're just like driving on a black road like no street lights and there's just corn everywhere and I was like I'm just getting the weirdest vibes like I don't like it here I feel like I'm always kind of on edge when we're doing that trip because it's just like we just like pull off to like really random places and it's just like weird anyway so we were staying in some like random hotel and like I said we got in really late so we basically just like got in our room and went to bed and I woke up I was awoken in the middle of the night to the tv on full blast static no I was like no I like jumped out of bed yeah I literally jumped out of bed and I couldn't even find the remote because we hadn't even like touched the remote like we literally didn't turn on the tv at all when we got there so like grab the remote and turn it off and I was literally and then I looked at the time, I looked at the clock on the <gasps> nightstand, no. and it was 3 a.m., 3.00, no. and I was like, I'm so scared, so I, like, crawled back into bed. I literally <laughs> couldn't even move. Chris, I told Chris this story in the morning. He's like, why didn't you wake you up? Why didn't you wake me up? And I was like, I was, like, frozen. I like literally paralyzed. was like, what is in here? I am so freaked oh out. <laughs> I was like, I just, like, laid in bed, like, so still. Anyway, that's, I like, my get- one ghost story I always think of I was like what like, was that it's so freaky I always you know when you like wake up naturally in the middle of the night yeah. and you're like you're like what time is it I always get freaked out to check my phone because I was like if, <laughs> like, it's, if it's the three. witching hour I don't want to be awake like I don't <laughs> want to be like you know I just get so freaked out all right I think I'm going to start off when this one was sent in by my sister-in-law I'm not going to say names but one of my sister-in-laws. Um, she says, okay, when I was in seventh grade, our school let all of the students have a sleepover at school. Yes, overnight at school. I don't remember much in the way of specifics, but I know it included making our own food and we got to bring our own blanket and pillow. I think it was a girls only camp situation. Anywho, me and my classmates all slept in one room on the floor. And as we were laying down, I could have sworn I saw something out the window. Also, I must note, she grew up in the Philippines, so I feel like that just makes it even creepier. <laughs> I don't know why, like, like, I don't know, like, it probably was, I think she gets into that, but, um, 
I could have sworn I saw something out the window. Our school was a U-shaped building that had two stories. When laying down, you could see across to the second story. I quickly told my friends that I was seeing something white in a human shape and pointed it out. It was just there. We all were afraid and couldn't sleep. Weirdly enough, I don't remember having any teachers or adults in the room with us. Otherwise, we would have told someone. We all finally fell asleep. Like, that's such a sketchy situation. Like, like yeah, like, why, why are, are they having a sleepover? Alone? <laughs> we all finally fell asleep, and we were all spooked. Fun side story, the boys in our school snuck in at night, and we were trying to, me- were trying to mess with us until we told them about the ghost. Yes, this was in the Philippines. Yes, we also had boys, girls, overnight dance parties because adults didn't trust us to go home alone late at night. What? They would they would lock the school and we couldn't leave until morning. <laughs> like they had like homecoming and then they would just say you have to stay. Lock them in? Yes. Wow. I'm not down for seeing So they saw like a outside. white figure? Yeah, they saw a ghost apparently. A ghost. <gasps> Speaking of, I'll read this one. It gives me the chills every time I read it. Okay, go for it. I'm excited. It's pretty short and sweet. Okay. It says, the Dakota, an apartment building in New York City, has been home to many rich and famous residents since it opened back in 1884. John Lennon and Yoko Anu, I don't know how to pronounce that. Shout out to them. Moved into the building in 1973. And John was also assassinated outside the structure on December 8, 1980. Before his death, John claimed he saw a crying lady ghost roaming the halls. Then after John died, Yoko, who still lives in the building, said she witnessed John's ghost sitting at his piano. Yoko says John told her, don't be afraid and I'm still with you. Isn't that creepy? They'd be the type of couple. They would. (laughs) Do you guys know much about them? They were kind of... No. They were kind of weird. Well, he's a Beatle, right? He was one of the Beatles. They like got married and they were just like all about world peace. And I'm like 90% sure I'm thinking of the right people. That's embarrassing that I don't know more. But anyway, they'd be the type of people to like accept that there's just ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, it's chill. She said, I can't remember who told me this and who actually knows if it's real or not. But basically, a girl goes on a vacation with her friends for spring break to a foreign country. She's at a bar and meets a seemingly nice guy who who she goes home with at the end of the night. Are you dumb? That is called (laughs) Taken. You do not do that. Welcome to Taken, the trilogy. (laughs) She is at a, um, or at his house. He makes her dinner. Wait, (laughs) I'm like, is this going to get weird? At his house, he makes her dinner. And they do whatever else you do when you go home with somebody. In the morning, okay. he's gone. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. I was like, is this going to get weird? Um, in the morning, he is gone, and she feels extremely sick, and she goes to the hospital. They do some tests, and then the doctors come back along with the police. They ask her how often she eats human flesh. What? Um, and she obviously starts freaking out and explains it must have been what this guy fed her. She shows the police where the house is, and when they search it, they obviously find refrigerators full of body parts. Oh, gross. Oh. <laughs> I would throw up again just because I realized what I ate. That is oh. so disgusting. No, no, no. That's, I hope not that's real. not real. That I know, I hope that's not real. 
Hey girls, I love the podcast. I was so excited to submit stories. She has a couple, so she said, get ready, buckle up, and get ready to not sleep. Oh, oh, sleep with your lights no, no, on no, tonight. No, 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 no. <laughs> she she goes, said, husband, this one's real. Okay. My husband, I just moved to D.C. for the summer for my husband's work. Every summer, his company puts in us in apartments, and this year, unfortunately, they had put us in the worst apartments ever. It was full of sketchy people, and if you guys, like, D.C. is pretty sketchy, parts of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's sketchy. Not where you live. Anyway, it was full of sketchy people, to say the least, and the paint, and to paint a proper picture, people would literally poop in the stairwells. Gross. That's true. That happened to our friends last week. I'm not even kidding, right in front of their house. They That's live disgusting. It was pretty terrifying living there, and there was someone killed there while we were there, too. Awesome. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sorry. So, yeah. Not the greatest. We had just moved into our apartment and instantly had a very weird feeling once we moved in. We got in really late, so we just went to bed right when we got there. However, the next afternoon, I saw oh, a girl standing in the kitchen in a white dress. In her looked, kitchen? Yeah. She said it looked like a wedding dress. I was pretty freaked out first, but ever since I was a kid, I have been able to see spirits, both good and bad, and feel when things are there. Didn't necessarily feel anything too evil from her, but it wasn't welcoming either. After that, every day she would be standing in the kitchen at the same no. time. No. Just staring at me. We were only going to be in the... Wait, so, like, I want to know, what's her reaction? She's acting like she just walks in the kitchen and she's like, sup. Yeah, she's <laughs> morning away. breakfast. Yeah, Where are you at? This is not Every okay. day? She's just like, oh, wait, it's that time again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, she goes, we were only going to be in the apartment for a week or two since we were moving to an upgraded apartment, so I didn't think it was worth bringing up. I would bring it up. I'd be like, we're not staying here another night. However, a few nights after we were there, I woke up to hear my husband screaming. He was telling me he isn't sure if he had a dream or if it was real because I have chills. He was in that in and out stage of falling asleep. He told me he saw a girl in a white dress standing in the doorway and she came over above him and was choking him. What? I'm I got chills. I can't. I read this. He felt like he was trying to either kill him or possess him. After he told me that, I told him how I had been seeing a girl in a white dress ever since we moved in. She's all, oh, was, yeah, her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know her. <laughs> oh, that girl. She's here every day. I was so freaked out that he told me and was even more freaked out that it was either real or she was messing with his dreams we didn't stay another night in that apartment and that was one of the most chilling experiences happy halloween Good that night nurse that is no dead. i know that people no, say no, like no. about it but um, on their mission they had i some have heard sketchy. Weird. that actually is true i've heard a lot of ghost stories from so like I, well speaking of missions this next one is from someone's mission Says the story takes place when I was serving a mission for my church in Maryland. My companion and I were staying in a three-story townhome. 
There was a basement and then the main level and bedrooms at the top. When we would be in the main level, we would often hear footsteps and things moving, but just thought, well, it's an old house and old houses make noises. Some things would start to be in different places and more noises started happening. Wait, what? Mm -mm. Like, nope. We had someone come bless the home twice because I had a weird feeling. Well, one night we were both in our room praying and all of a sudden heard a door slam open. <laughs> oh my gosh. And footsteps coming up the stairs. We both immediately get off our knees from praying and freak out. We grab our phone and lock ourselves in the bathroom in our room since our bedroom door didn't lock. We heard the loud footsteps come up the stairs and heard the three other bedroom doors upstairs open and shut. No. We're, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> this person's like searching um, for them. We were convinced we were going to die and we were on the phone with 911. All we had was, <laughs> all we had was literally curling irons in our hands to defend ourselves you gotta turn those Here. on heat those up. <laughs> those up we hear more movement and our door rattles but doesn't open almost like he couldn't get in which is strange because it didn't lock the police come and search the house and there was no sign of entry at all everything was still locked the doors were open and the basement door was open and all the lights were on one of the cops was a member of our faith and had a very bad feeling when he was in the house and blessed the home. Oh. Later on, we find out from the other sister missionaries, they also had weird experiences and one even saw a man in the window when they were coming home. Shut up. I have goosebumps. I Luckily, after our experience, the apartment got shut down, but I'm 100% sure that the townhome was haunted and God was protecting us from not letting in whatever it was into our room that night. Are you kidding? <laughs> that is crazy. That is, I have the chills. That's oh. so scary. Okay, I was going to share like a haunted one because I'm pretty sure I've stayed in a haunted cabin before, but I feel like I need to break it up. I feel like I need a non-haunted one. <laughs> I'm so creeped out. So I'm going to tell one. This is from my friend. Um, so he was home alone. He was probably like 19. He was home alone and his family was in Bear Lake for the weekend. So he knew that like no one was going to be home. And so he, um, he was leaving the house for the night, like probably going out with some friends and he was about to turn off the kitchen light. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to turn off the kitchen light because I want it to look like someone's home. And so he like vividly remembers not turning off the kitchen light. And then when he comes home, the kitchen light is off. And he's like, oh no, like someone has been here. Either someone is here or someone has been here. He's like, all my family is like three hours away. Like there's no way someone was home. And so he gets his dog and he searches the whole house. He searches like high and low every room in the house. And he, does, he doesn't find anything. And he's like, well, that doesn't really make me feel better because like there is definitely someone that was here at one point. Like, are they still here? He's like brushing his teeth and he hears the garage door open or shut or something like that. And he was like, I didn't check the garage. Like, oh my gosh, the person was in the garage. You have and to check the garage. He said Ew. that he had come in through the garage. So he just assumed he's like, but they must have hidden and you know. 
And so he was like, no, no, no. And so he's in the basement and he hears footsteps walking into the house. He's in the basement so he can like hear upstairs and he gets his shotgun and he's like, I'm just going to pray that they, he's like, they can take whatever they want, you know, but like just pray they don't come downstairs. And he's like, I'm just going to listen to the footsteps. And he's like, I have my shotgun right here. And he lays in bed and he hears the footsteps. I know. I was like, I would literally I would not be taking them on I'd be leaving and calling the police yeah I would I would flee the scene so he is laying in bed and he hears footsteps like walk around all the house like in the kitchen in the living room into like every room and then he hears them come down the stairs and he's like don't come downstairs he's like I'm gonna let you do your thing don't come in my room like don't mess with me and he hears them go into like one of the downstairs bedrooms and then he's like okay like hopefully he just looks in that one and then he leaves and then he hears him start to make his way over to his bedroom and he's like okay he like locks he like gets his gun ready he's like I'm not gonna shoot side on C but like if there's any like he's like obviously the person probably won't come in guns a blazing but like if I have to defend myself I'm not afraid to kill this person <laughs> and um opens the door and it's his sister and she's like, oh, hey, I came home early from Bear Lake. And he was like, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, my God. And he just rolls over and pretends that he's, like, asleep. And he's like, have a good night. He almost and she's killed like, his sister. Yes. And he's like, I was terrified because what if I, like, reacted shot right yeah. away. And, or, like, like, had shot, like, outside the her. door or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. bad on her. She should have texted him. Yeah, saying, I was gonna say, thanks for the, the warning. <laughs> Not a bro move. No. It was a trucker, and he said he was driving from Tucson to Salt Lake. So I was like, ooh, this happened in Salt Lake. So he said um, it was a few years ago, and the main highway had been taking out, taken out in a flash flood and was under I construction. Did I send this Reddit thread to you? No. Yes, that is so it was weird. On I read Reddit. the same Reddit thread. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Okay, yeah, keep going. The main highway was taken out by a flash flood and was under construction, so I had to take a weird detour through the mountains in lower Utah. It was getting late, and I was getting tired, so I pulled off onto the shoulder and went to sleep in my bunk. So he was a trucker. He was, like, driving a big truck. Um, Now, this is in the middle of nowhere. Closest town was, like, 40 miles away. Anyway, around 4 a.m., I wake up because I'm hearing something messing with my truck, playing with the air and power cables between my cab and the trailer which is literally six inches from where my head is at but on the outside of the cab then I feel something climb onto the landing that's on the back of my truck and it shakes the whole truck so I'm guessing it's something around two to three hundred pounds was climbing around back there I'm thinking like a mountain lion or a bear which that made me think of that freaking video Sadie that you reposted that (laughs) was so terrifying yeah of the, the mountain lion the mountain lion and chasing that guy in Utah my first thought would be a person not an animal that's interesting that he immediately no well, well I guess because it's it, like, heavy shook enough the whole yeah it shook the whole truck so it would have been like yeah something bigger than a person um at this point I'm wide awake and I want to get this thing away from me so I slam my hand onto the cab while trying to scare whatever it is out there and slam it hard enough to make a really loud noise I then hear someone a male scream bloody murder and I hear them fall off the back of my truck I then hear about 15 other people all around me all around my truck yelling 
I climb up front, turn on the lights, and illuminate a squad of army reserves doing their midnight truck march and capture drills. Turns out, it turns out these guys were supposed to go find an abandoned truck and secure it for their midnight drills. That truck was three miles back down the road. So I think they like got it wrong. And he was like, they, there was a different truck that was abandoned that they were supposed to get. Um, and they were not expecting me to be sleeping in there and thought I was part of the drill. He says, like, I'm an ex-military, so after explaining I was not part of their test and was just there out of coincidence, we laughed it off. I didn't really get the ending, but I was, like, the whole situation of it being, like, pitch black and stuff climbing on the truck, I was like, uh, no. I started to read that one, but then as soon as I saw that it was, like, in Utah, I was like, that's too close to home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't read the rest of this. Um, I was going to say that that makes me think of one that I wasn't even thinking of. Dallin's grandma. We go up to the mountains a lot in Arizona, and it's northern Arizona, and there are supposedly, like, bears there. I've never seen any, Um, but literally, you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, we have no service when we go there, and we usually take trailers and stuff, so they just park the trailers there on Indian Reserve for the whole summer, and you just go up whenever you want and stay in one of the trailers, because there's, like, a, we have, like, four different ones in the family, and anyway, my so his grandma went up with a friend to stay in her trailer and one night they saw like they heard it so they looked out their trailer window and there was a bear near them on the campsite and so they tried to just like stay quiet and they like turned their lights off and the bear came over to their trailer and started like scratching on the door and they like freaked out and they got in the bed and they locked all the windows and stuff. And the bear climbed on top of the trailer. Oh my gosh. And there's like a, a skylight kind of, you know how some trailers have like, you can open it up and it's like, gives you air to the outside and it has a screen and stuff over where their bed is. And so it was closed, but he found it and was trying to get in. He was, he was jumping on the trailer. So the trailer was like crushing a little bit and he was trying to get into them and like literally like started to get his claws like in the little skylight thing. And I don't know how he ended up leading, but they found out like the Rangers found it like two days later and it had like rabies. So it was like legit trying to, to kill them because it was just like gone crazy what the frick? yeah i was reading online this is really quick i didn't know that a lot of the like famous scary movies were real stories Ew, i don't really? i don't saying mess with the that. conjuring it was saying <gasps> the conjuring and annabelle are real no, those yeah. are based no, no, on no, real no, stories no, no, no. <laughs> i was like excuse me the conjuring some- i will never again okay I think I said this to you guys, but ever since I've had a kid, like, I don't think I can do it anymore, because, like, I still remember all the movies, and I don't know if you guys ever saw Insidious 2. Yes. But there's a part where he's talking on the monitor, the baby monitor. Every time I check my monitor, I think of that movie. 
and I'll never be able to get it out. Like she's sitting at the piano and she listens to her monitor. It gives me chills now. And she hears someone saying like, I want it, I want it. And like he screams and the baby starts screaming and she runs up there. Oh my gosh. Every time I think of that, I'm like, I literally, why did I do this to myself? Every time I check my monitor and it doesn't help that looking at your baby on a monitor is the creepiest (laughs) thing of all time. They look like a dead doll or I guess a doll isn't allowed to begin with. They look like a doll and they're their eyes eyes sometimes open yeah Yeah. but like I just hate myself my old self for like watching all those movies yeah you now you did love scary movies I love around Halloween I went hard in high school movies I went hard I watched so many I've never seen any of those okay my next story is a personal one dun 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 this happened to me in real life (laughs) (laughs) um so I was like Ooh, probably 17 and if you grew up in Vegas you know the weekend bonfire scene you know so we lived on the very edge of the city it's the west like the furthest west you can go and then it's the Red Rock Mountains now that's being more developed closer and closer to the Red Rock Mountains it's actually yeah. where my parents just moved basically our parents live where we used to have bonfires yeah but back in the day like you would park at this like Paseos Park and you would go to the undeveloped dirt and do bonfires. And so a small group of friends and I, we were like, let's just go do a bonfire. And we went up. So you can't, it's it's the mountains, like it's pitch black out there. And we like off-roaded in a Jeep up to like a really far away area. And Isn't it illegal? Yeah, it is <laughs> that's why you have to do it far away. Yeah. It was so sketchy. So it's always like a thrill too, because yes. it's like not she was really like, allowed. If the cops find <laughs> the us, cops would always, yeah. always, they're come. always there. And the helicopter yeah. cops, you'd be like, oh crap, and everyone would like run away. And <laughs> yeah. Someone had to put out the fire, and um, so we had to go like pretty far away, and we're literally in the middle of nowhere. Like I just need to preface that. And so we're all just chilling. And for some reason, the, the details are fuzzy because I don't know why, but one of my guy friends, he was like dared or something. I don't know why he like ran really far away. We're like, how fast can you run over there and like come back or something like that? And so he runs into like the abyss, like it's pitch black. We can't see like where he runs. And then all of a sudden he starts running back to us screaming. And he kept, he yelled, homeless man. Ah, and he's like running back to us and we're like thinking it's a joke because we're like oh like how scary and he's like he looks like he just saw a ghost and he's like this manly guy he's freaking out and we're like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and he's like I saw a homeless man and then we see coming towards us this guy he wasn't homeless well actually I don't know this guy was walking towards us with his hands behind his back and I immediately was like absolutely not (laughs) like I was like this is where I die (laughs) and the guy was like um you guys can you help me I lost my campsite and we're like okay there's no campsites anywhere near here like homeboy is lost if that's the case like I don't know how you get this like this is like land that you're like developing for homes it's not like in the mountains somewhere yeah it's like a national park of like not where you camp I don't know um and he he was like I saw your guys's fire and I thought I'd come ask for help and we were like just like these teenagers and I remember saying like I'm sorry like we can't help you like what like you need a ride or something we're like sorry we can't help you and his hands were still behind his back, 
so creepy. And so my other friend, who is like the wilderness explorer of Vegas, goes and like walks over to his car because he has a gun in his car and he's just like standing by his car and he's like, hey man, like you gotta leave, you're freaking everyone out. And he's like, no, really, I just really need your help. Like, can you please, I just, like, let me just drive, like, can one of you just drive me back to the city? And we're like, no, you have to leave. And he's like, okay. And he, like, walks out into the dark abyss again into the distance, like, facing us. Like, he walks with his hands behind his back still. Like, he probably had some, like, gun or knife. I have no idea. And we all were so freaked out that we just, like, put out the fire and went home. But I don't know if I ever did a bonfire after that, to be honest, because that was, like, it was Scarred. so, it, it was so creepy. I was like, he saw our fire and we're like, oh, these kids are in the middle of nowhere. Like, weird well, people weird bonfire vibes. living up there. Yeah, I was going to say my story is pretty similar. Just teenagers doing stupid things. I don't know if you guys ever went down there. And I'm trying to think of what they're specifically called. But since they were doing construction up that height, they were also building, like, um, all the sewer systems. And there's, like, a a giant sewer system that's for flooding. Do you guys know what that's called? It's like a tunnel underground that's yeah, yeah, yeah. there for if there's like a monsoon or something. I think they're just called Is like tunnels. Like yeah, they go underground. Yeah. yeah. And so they're not gross. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. in it. It's not like wet, like a sewer. Is it's it only there. In Vegas? Yeah. So it's for flash floods and it's huge. And so my friends once we were being adventurous and we were like, we found an opening because it was being worked on on that end. So we were like, ooh, let's just like go down in these tunnels and like we'll play, we'll play games in there. And literally we were talking about them. They go all the way down to the strip, like this tunnel stretches all the way to D Street and D Street is where all the homeless people are. And makes another appearance. Yeah, and so one of my friends was saying- You do not want to be caught on D Street. No, you don't. Any letter street, you don't want to be. Yeah. But anyway, one of my friends was saying that people, like homeless people, live in the tunnels way down on the strip, like by D Street. Anyway, so you're kind of not supposed to be in them. So we're walking in them probably a mile in. Like we were in there for quite a while, and we would play games like turn off your cell phones and like- try to find each other or like you guys do, okay like, tell scary <laughs> stories and anyway so we right? trying to, like one of the boys would like try to go ahead of us and then come back and like freak us out and then all of a sudden we see rounding a corner at the as far as you can see in the tunnel we see like a flashlight and so we're like hi like saying hi you can hear because it echoes and the flashlight just keeps getting closer and then we realize it's a bike like a flashlight on a bike and we're like who the freak bikes down here like not the police like no one can you're not supposed to be down here and so we kind of like shout out to them like hey we're here like can you acknowledge us because you're kind of freaking us out like can you just say hi or like stop and it got faster the biker just kept going faster and we just start freaking out and we're like we're like a mile deep in here we have to run out it'll take us a while like and so we all just start running and screaming and saying like stop stop like you're freaking us out and we just like kept running and I remember one of my friends like 
she was like so scared she couldn't run and she was like guys you're going too fast like I can't catch up and I was like shoot like I'm ne- I'm not stopping for you like I don't know and for himself <laughs> she said that the person on the bike got so close to her she could hear them like breathing and they never said anything or like to say like oh hey don't freak out like they just like kept going and so we eventually like got to the end of the tunnel I've never run that fast like that long in a ever and then got into the car and just like sat in the car and the person like never came out of the tunnel like nothing it was so creepy and I was like the one time I do something risky that happens and I was like well seriously though I'm not doing that again that was such a creepy episode. I literally am going to have to erase this one from my memory. The white dress girl, though. That did it for me. Yes, those were some creepy stories. Hopefully we got you in a spooky mood for Halloween. And hopefully everyone has a fun and happy Halloween. Whatever you decide to do this year. I don't really know. I feel like there's like no consensus like I don't I don't really know what people are planning on doing but yeah, like is it okay to trick-or-treat is it not okay yeah, to gather I'm, for parties yeah I don't really know what everyone's planning on doing but hopefully everyone has a happy Halloween I can't believe October's over I feel like it went by so fast but we're excited for all the holidays coming up and all of our holiday themed episodes to continue through the rest of the year So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for um, everyone who sent in stories. We love doing episodes like this where we get to hear from you guys. So anytime we put stuff up, participate because it makes episodes super fun fun. to hear from other people besides us. So yeah, follow us on Instagram because that's where we post whenever we're looking for stories for an episode. Wives underscore club underscore podcast. And make sure to subscribe to us on um, the Apple Podcast app and we're on Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcast, I'm pretty sure it's on there. But yeah, thanks for listening. We will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.